Christmas in the Philippines is a unique experience loaded with its own nuances and traditions, from Noche Buena meals to titas commenting on your weight and relationship status. If such occurrences sound exactly like your own festivities, Spot.ph found some Christmas sweaters that you'll find all too relatable. Teespring's Pinoy Ugly Christmas sweaters make a line of Filipino culture-inspired prints that feature funny lines that you probably say in your head about 20 different times throughout the holidays from Kayo rin po tita, tumaba to Pag-aasawa po ako, pag gusto ko na po Welcome to Banana Q Podcast. Today we have a guest host, Glee, who is the host of Gleeful Talk Show, a podcast sharing zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within. Fun fact, Glee actually got inspired to start her own podcast after she guested on our episode 14, What is OFW Life Like in the Middle East? So hi Glee, welcome back to our show. Hi Dee, hi cuties. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So today's episode is about comments that Filipinos like to make, which seem normal in the Philippines, but are actually considered offensive abroad. I'll start with the classic, Uy, tumabaka. In English, you've gotten fat. Yeah, I don't know why it is considered normal to insult people like that in the Philippines to your face. Because in most other places in the world, that's considered rude. I've been overweight most of my life, and because of people who make comments like those, I actually have suffered from an unhealthy self-esteem. Stronger women who are healthier mentally can just let those words slide off their back, but I am not one of those women. When I was an impressionable teen, those comments affected me so much that I became bulimic, and that's not healthy. I always thought that I was ugly because so many people, even close friends and family, would make comments like, if you lost weight, you could be pretty. And I was on a diet on and off for years, and whenever I gained weight, especially when I moved to Singapore, I would dread flying home to the Philippines to have reunions because I know that everyone would make comments about my weight. At the beginning, I used to meet up with everyone, but I eventually learned to be selective with who I saw whenever I was back and only chose to hang out with those who loved me for who I was regardless of the way I looked. Now, I know that some people like to justify their cruel comments as just them being concerned about someone's health, but the next time you think that way, think twice. Because killing someone's mental health is not good either. What about you, Glee? Do you think you've witnessed this yourself? I mean, don't seem like <laughs> an overweight person at all, but I mean, have you witnessed this yourself or have you witnessed other people doing this to other people? Personally, yes. When I was in my teens and also generally younger years, I consider myself fat. It's because people say like you're fat or you're gaining weight. Actually, mm. in the Philippines, right? It's normally how we translate it is you've gotten fat, but normally it's mm. just gaining weight. There's difference between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for point. us, it's like tumabaka, it's like fat. It's translated as fat. Yeah, I had very personal experiences before. I have a negative self-image. I believe that had formed when I was younger because of those kinds of comments. I know someone in my family circle who also is like you, who dreads going to family reunions because 
It's always just like that. Uh-huh. And she also has bigger future, if you know what I mean, bigger. <laughs> okay, yes. So, <laughs> so uh-huh. she has bigger boobs and then she's also like considered chubby. So it's double meltdown. So people, you know, tell, oh, you have your bigger, especially because she has bigger boobs and maybe the bone structure also was, it's considered fat to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I think majority of the Filipinos are thinner than, say, compared to Westerners or something, right? So that is why if you are just slightly above what's the recommended weight for you, norm, you already yeah. look like, you know, you're fat. When I looked at my photos in my teenage years, I'm thinking like, why on earth were people saying that I was fat? Okay, I was slightly overweight, but it wasn't cause for people to call you a pig. And you know what I mean? Like, it's very harmful yeah. to be saying those things. And I remember people would like make fun of ill boys and ill girls alike who are fat. Like, oh, you're a pig. And we like to fat shame, basically. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's just also forming, as I mentioned, like forming negative self-image in your younger years, which can carry in your adult years. Yeah, yeah And exactly. again, it's like, you know, accumulating. Mm-hmm. So, and then you will not be confident. So it will have a lot of implications not only in yourself but your overall mental health self-worth and all those things just Mm. for a simple comment (laughs) exactly like because not everyone is confident yeah something like that could be fine for other people who don't really care what other people say but there are other people who are more sensitive and would take that to heart so i think we should try stopping saying those things to people it looks like they're not aware for us also who are being called that way it's hard for us to call it out Mm. unlike in the western side of the world that it's easy for them to call it out But for Mm. us, we crawl in a cave. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's because Filipinos generally, we are not really upfront people, right? And also, I think it was normalized for us so that if you actually call it out or say, hey, how dare you say such a thing, they will actually blame you. Yeah. Why are you so sensitive? Your onion skin. Yeah, exactly. Now, suddenly it's your fault, right? Yeah. Even if everyone's laughing at you, you just laugh along with them because you don't want them to know that you're actually hurt. Yeah, crying inside. (laughs) Yeah, you're just crying inside because people are going to say you're onion skin. When I was younger, I became hooked with mountaineering because I dated someone who was like a mountaineer. So at that time, I was dark-skinned and also thinner. They said, oh, you're too thin or you're too dark. Yeah. (laughs) So some, if you're gotten fat, then you you know you're too fat. If you've gotten thin, uh, you've mm. gotten thin, you've lost some weight. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, are you not healthy? Exactly. Or eat some more. <laughs> like guys, can you please make <laughs> yeah. up your mind? <laughs> yeah. And having dark skin as well, I think, as evidently in the Philippines, if you see the grocery stores, the whitening lotion mm, yeah. and all those stuff. Mm. So if you're really into like going to hiking and mountaineering stuff, you get dark skinned and people will think that you're ugly. Yeah. Literally ugly if you're dark skinned. (laughs) Yeah. And they make fun again, same way that they make fun of people who are fat or overweight. They also make fun of people who have dark skin and call them terms like nog nog, negra, negro. And crack jokes about, oh, if I turn off the lights, I can't see you anymore, you know? And that's like <laughs> normal. Everybody laughs at that. Like, I think I remember having classmates in elementary who were dark and who were made fun of. That's really not okay. 
because they can't help the way they look, right? <laughs> it's not their fault that they were born dark. Yeah. The sad thing is the parents as well. Like my mom was saying, you're too dark now. Like do not mm. go to mountaineering because you're very dark now. Because our parents probably that's how they grew up. So they thought that it was also normal. Yeah. I think mostly Asians in general prefer whiter skin, I think. Yeah, you're right. I think even in Korea, in Japan, of course, in Singapore and Hong Kong, I think it's the same thing. There there are a lot of whitening products that people use because they prefer fairer skin. And also, they use umbrellas, rain or shine. <laughs> because if <it's>, yes. <laughs> because if the sun is too high in the sky, then you, you, know, you don't want to get dark. So that's why you have umbrellas. For us, in the West, it's the opposite, right? They chase the sun. They are always sunbathing and getting sun tan. Yeah, and it was when I moved to Dubai and Australia that I don't really use umbrella anymore when it's oh, sunny. Okay. I only use it not because I'm scared now of getting dark, but just because it's just too hot. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot bear the heat, but it's for different reasons now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the third one on my list is this famous question. Why are you still single? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got that question a lot because, well, I've been single for a long time. So I know this isn't really purely a Filipino thing. I'm sure like a lot of people everywhere else in the world also get asked this question. But one thing I did notice when I moved to Singapore from the Philippines is that in the Philippines, love life is a way bigger priority than it is in Singapore. Because in Singapore, their priority is career or money. So actually, it was quite common for Filipino single women who moved to Singapore to remain single for many, many years until they left and moved back to the Philippines or went somewhere else. It's probably why I didn't really get asked this question so much in Singapore, but I got asked this every time I went home to the Philippines. <laughs> and anyway, so since having a love life and getting married, like it's considered, I guess, the most important goal in the Philippines. Like It's such yeah. a big deal that even if you're doing well anywhere else, like you're doing well career-wise, or you're doing well financially, you're somehow still considered worse off than some lazy bum who has 10 kids, but because he is married, then he's still doing better than you, yeah. which is, huh? gets really old really fast after a while i just like with the fat shaming people i also started avoiding the single shaming people and i remember a few years back we visited my relatives on my dad's side of the family and when i got there someone mentioned that i was now the oldest person in our clan to be unmarried meaning that everyone else in our family tree had apparently gotten married before hitting my age except for me And they all laughed about it. And I, you know, again, with the fat shaming thing, I was also like laughing, pretending I was okay. But deep inside, I felt like such a loser and like, oh my God, why do I need to bring this up? The thing is, getting a love life is not a goal that you can set and so easily achieve. It's not like graduating from college or getting a promotion where you can just sit down and you can make a list of actionable items that if you tick them all off, then you can hit your goal. But love is way more complicated and it involves, yes, a certain tenacity, but also a lot of luck and timing and serendipity. And that is not something that you can plan for, right? Like for you, I'm sure you didn't plan to meet your husband, right? Like, okay, this check, if I do this check. (laughs) It's nothing like that. And I do know people who have made plans like, okay, I'm going to have a boyfriend this year, something like that. But not everyone who makes that plan actually achieves it. Because it's not that easy. And it's not that I haven't tried. I have actually gone on blind dates or speed dates. 
I've dragged myself to bars even though it's not my thing. And I've even used dating apps and even once went out with someone who turned out to be an insurance agent who was just trying to uh-huh. find a client like, oh my God. <laughs> So please stop asking people why they're single because honestly, nobody knows the answer to that question. And you're just going to make it awkward for the single person, right? Yeah. I also wanted to share something. It's not me personally, but I know someone who, who is um, also like single and also like around mid-30s. She's accomplished. She's beautiful, CPA, everything. And then there was one time like I was promoting my podcast uh-huh. <laughs> on Facebook. And then because there was like a post from a friend that um, they have successfully blah, blah, blah. And then, mm. oh, can can you be a guest in my podcast? Blah, blah, blah. I was just commenting like a common friend on Facebook. Then she referred this single friend of ours, a common friend said, oh, oh, can you guess at blah, 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 this uh, tag, our friend, can you guess her so that she will know more people because she's still single and available, you know, mm-hmm. the always single and available and ready to mingle. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and tagging that person that they she tagged, it wasn't even part of that conversation because I wanted that person who posted to be the guest, not yeah. that other person, but, you know, just dragging that person because, <laughs> oh, she's single, she needs to have a boyfriend the need to have the love life so that you will be socially acceptable I feel that's the common notion and we don't know if that person who's single really wants to be married Mm. some people choose to be single yeah exactly so if you're just trying to (laughs) always drag single people somewhere I mean like it's not maybe appropriate or sometimes a bit um, putting them on the spot I guess yeah yeah I think you're right there was a point in my life where I got really pissed off with this kinds of like you said right like that happened to me before now I'm at the point or I reached a point where I didn't really care I wasn't really offended anymore but yes earlier maybe in my in my 20s I got really annoyed when that was all that people focused on or like you know every time they meet someone new you know it's a new hire for example and then they would introduce everyone right like oh this is Heidi she's single like what are you trying to imply yeah. <laughs> It's so annoying. <laughs> You're just gonna like pimp me out to every single person who comes in. That's so irritating. Yeah, I remember my friend was saying, oh, you should date this guy. And I thought, that guy and I have nothing in common. Like, it's so weird that he would just suddenly want us to go out. <laughs> I mean, I understand, of course. Like, I'm sure that those people who do that are just concerned about their friend, right? Good intentions, yeah. It's fine if the person that you are pimping out to your friend is really someone who is worthy of your friend, you know? Like, oh, I think you will like him because you have something in common. Like, oh, you're both podcasters. You know what I mean? If there is a basis, it's not just you just randomly pick any person on the planet and, oh, you're single and you're single, then you should be fine. Like, that's not okay, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're doing this to your friends, please stop doing that. (laughs) Unless they specifically told you that, hey, I'm single and I want you to find someone for me, then go ahead. But if they're not, just don't put them on the spot because as you said, maybe they really are not interested in being in a relationship or what if you don't know they're closeted or something because I just suddenly remembered something I had this friend he is gay but his parents at the time I think now they know but at the time his parents didn't know his relatives didn't know as well so they were trying to pimp him out to women (laughs) because he's single so like you don't know maybe the reason why (laughs) 
only single is because he's not actually single. Maybe he's hiding a secret, yeah. that sort of thing. So just don't do it. From being single and, you know, like um, when people get married now, mm. most of the time I get this question all the time that um, having kids, like when will you have kids? And not only me, I've witnessed this one a lot of some people I know as well, then especially parents, you know, they ask their kids, right? Mm. And someone I know, let's okay, it's my sister, okay, <laughs> my sister. <laughs> Okay. Doesn't even want to tell my mom that she doesn't want kids at all. Oh, okay. And for me personally, I'm not even sure. And I'm, you know, they always say, you should decide now because your biological clock is ticking. Yep. But it really depends on the person, I feel, because some people are fine without kids. Some people yeah. are fine with kids. Some people are fine with anything. Yep. People should know that kids are something that... You just create and then you can give back, right? Like Yeah, you know, definitely. No, it's yes. a major decision. It's a lifetime decision. And I have this um funny thing as well. I mean, again, it's all for good intentions with, you know, our friends, like gatherings. So here in Australia, we had a gathering, Filipino gathering. And okay, it was like kind of a catch-up gathering. And then one of the guests was pregnant mm. and the host... At first, we didn't know that she's pregnant. So they were making an announcement that she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. So once they announced that she's pregnant, so there are now two pregnant women on that gathering. Okay. And now the attention is going to me. So uh, how about usually you're like four years married and mm. like when are you having kids? Mm. And to me, it's, it's a very different situation and... Mm. Some people do not understand. That's why, personally, like I don't explain that much. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know? yeah. And then same with my sister as well. Like she will just ignore any question about uh, it. Yeah, which is like, a good yeah, thing. Yeah. So yes. or <laughs> just try to okay, yeah. Um, in God's time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like some people really choose not to have kids, and yes. some people when they receive that answer that oh I don't want kids, it's like you are deficient. Why you don't like kids? That's like a question. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I have a friend who is not at all interested in having kids. Our common friend asked me, oh, what about her? Does she intend to have kids? I said, no, she's not interested in having kids. And the other person's reply was, then why did she get married? Yeah, exactly. Come on, guys. That is not the reason why people get married. Because that's the thing in the Philippines, I think. That is the connotation. You get married to have kids. And so that is why if you don't want to have kids, what is wrong with you? That is the immediate thought that pops into their heads. Yeah, exactly. Which is not really the reason why people get married, right? You, of course, love that person you got married to. And it doesn't really matter if they want to have kids or not. This friend of mine, right? I think at the beginning, she was like your sister who just either avoided the question or pretended to say, oh, in God's time, or, oh, yes, maybe in a few years. And then now, apparently, to shame the people who ask her this question, right? She just tells them, oh, I'm infertile, even though she's not. Just so they would like feel ashamed of themselves and then like, okay, they will not ask her again, right? <laughs> That's the thing, right? You don't know. What if the person you are constantly badgering is actually infertile? Mm. So they just don't want to say so you're hurting them because I do have friends who are like that. They, of course, are not going to tell the whole world that, oh, I'm trying IVF. Oh, I actually got pregnant, but then I had a miscarriage. So you don't know their story. And for you to just randomly bring that up, 
you're just like squeezing lemon on their bond. Mm. If you're not that close, they're not going to tell you the truth. Maybe because they feel ashamed about it. They feel lacking that what is wrong with me? Why can't I have a kid when it's like the most normal thing in the world? But the truth is it's not because I have a lot of friends that are unable to have kids even though they want to. It is actually not that easy, guys. Maybe we just don't realize that because we were brought up in the Philippines thinking that it's so easy to have kids. Everyone has kids, so many kids. To be honest, for me, I thought it was normal to ask because in the Philippines, it's super normal to ask any couple, oh, so how about you? When are you having kids? And I didn't realize that I was hurting people until like one of my friends, she mentioned that she felt hurt every time people asked her. Mm. And then that's when I realized, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't realize that I shouldn't be asking this question. So after that, I became very conscious of not asking people that. I would say that if you really do want to know, you do not blurt this question out in front of a lot of people. Maybe if it's just you and just them. Yeah. I'm not being nosy. I just want to know how to act or approach talking about kids in general because I just don't want to hurt people unknowingly. I'm not even married, but even I sometimes get that kind of question, right? Like, they're common <laughs> friends. Because, of course, you're in your 30s. People talk about that. So they will say, oh, why don't you try checking if you could freeze your eggs or something? Like, <laughs> why do I want to do that? Really, like, like <laughs> right away? Without any, like, pre-talk? <laughs> it's usually, like, we're talking about they want to have kids. Uh... Okay. It's not out of a bad place. It's because they are going through that situation. They realize that it's very difficult to have a kid and all that. And for me personally, I, I also have actually on camp no kids. I don't hate kids. I just never really felt like I really want to have kids. You know what I mean? Like a lot of women, right? From a very early age, all they want to be is a mother. I was never that person. People are going to judge me for this statement. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally, totally. Like there's a baby in the office. Everyone's like, oh, so cute. And then everybody goes over there. Like all the women in the office are going to go to the baby. I was never that person. Me as well. Like I, I have nieces and godchildren. I, I like them very much. And at some point, because it was the norm, to me, it was automatic to, okay, after getting married, I will have kids. So that was just the automatic thinking. But you know, once you age or once yeah. you also go out, <laughs> you explore the world, you kind of realize that that's not really an automatic thinking. Like yes. you have a lot of responsibilities or anything. So mm. it kind of like changes over time. So it depends on what it is. But there was a time that like last year, it was very hard for me financially because I was supporting my dad mm. who is having operation and everything. So as eldest daughter, the eldest in the family, so I have to provide. So at that point, I really said that I do not want to have kids. Really like close out because I was also suffering from depression and everything. And mm -hmm. like, you know, why do you have to force yourself to like yeah, things? If exactly. you know you have responsibilities, mm. then it kind of again, okay, I'm fine. Anything goes, you know, like, mm, yeah, yeah. so it would depend on what it is. <laughs> but, you know, accepting what God will provide. <laughs> For me, I, I always say that, like, I don't think I want to have kids. But I'm not closing my door on that because, like, I don't want to close my door on anything because who knows what life will give you, right? But personally, I think I actually prefer not to have kids. 
Yeah, same. I guess we should just learn to accept what other people want. The problem that we have is that we like to impose our beliefs on other people. Because I think the Philippine culture, maybe Asian culture in general as well, is more of like a collective society. Mm. So it's not individualism. Ah, yeah. Although even in the Western culture that still exists, uh, asking about the kids, but... It's really more prominent in Asian or Filipino culture, I think, because of like, oh, um, it's a society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you're right. Whatever the society, the norm is, you should be like that. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. There was a point as well in my time that, okay, I don't want kids, but now I'm okay to have it. Depends. It's just because of the responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. You know, the sandwich generation. <laughs> I remember that episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. So people always say that, oh, you will love the kid when it's there or... Uh, you will not have fulfillment in your life if you don't have kids. That's the common notion. <laughs> maybe that's true, but like maybe it's fine for us if we don't experience that. I might be a horrible mother or something. That's my fear, right? I don't want to just like be forced to take care of someone that I didn't really want wholeheartedly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a huge responsibility, as you said. Like it is. There are a lot of kids who were abandoned by their parents or who had horrible childhoods because they were brought into the world by people who are not ready to be parents or who are not equipped to be parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I do not want to bring that kind of child into the world. Yeah, so I think we just need to keep that in mind. Not just about kids, but everything in general, right? If you talk to anyone about anything, try not to be so judged. Yeah, and also, as you mentioned, not imposing your beliefs on someone else Mm. because, okay, other people might think that the kid is a fulfillment, but what if other people prefer to have a career fulfillment, Mm. travel the world or whatever? So it depends on what that person's needs is in terms of fulfillment, but yeah, it's not generic. (laughs) Okay, I just remembered one of the most ridiculous things I've heard from one of my friends. They were not in the Philippines, but she met this other Filipino person. It was their first day to meet and they went to lunch together. They were talking about their whole histories and whatnot. Like, oh, you've been married for so many years. And then she says, so why don't you have kids? Oh, you're lucky that your husband doesn't leave you. Like, come on. Like, why would you say such a thing? Oh my God. And that also reminded me of something. It's not really related to kids, but mm. it's related to like if you are, a, you should be a wife material. Then the wife material should be just the one doing the chores. Oh doing yes, the, yeah, that's <laughs> doing everything, well. and then the husband is just like watching TV. And that's something <laughs> I get a bit annoyed about because I'm not a good cook. And there's also like the reverse side as well, like people who are good cooks, let's say, and are still single. Uh, a lot of women I know who are, who is good at cooking and then pwede na mag-asawa, right? So yes. that's the commercial. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> that's the, this is just a common notion, but I just hope that it will be less going that direction for the younger adults now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the truth. If you are female and you don't know how to cook or you're, you're not really into cleaning stuff or something, right? And then, yeah, people make comments like, oh, you should do that. Otherwise, not your husband will leave you, right? Like yeah, exactly, sort of exactly. Like, why would you make <laughs> such painful comments like this person who made that comment to my friend? My friend got really hurt about it. And after that, she just never went out with that other person again, ever. How would you say such a thing that is so harsh to say, especially if it's the first time you met that person? Yeah. Moving on, the next item that is something that I was and sometimes actually I still am guilty of doing is meeting someone and you're wondering 
hmm, is this guy gay? <laughs> Wondering is fine, I suppose, but Filipinos take it to a different level and gossip about it. <laughs> you know the scene, you meet a new colleague, he seems to be a bit effeminate, or maybe he seems too fashionable or too well-groomed. And the moment he leaves, you turn to the others and say, I think he's gay. And then I remember I did this in Singapore before and I got scolded by my non-Filipino friends. I didn't realize until that point that that was offensive and that, frankly, it was none of my business. And actually, the sexual orientation of a person is considered confidential, right? So I don't know why in the Philippines this was normal. Like, I was super ashamed. Feeling close. (laughs) I was so ashamed that this happened. And I suddenly remembered all those moments in the past. One of my close friends, when I met him, I actually point blank asked him, Are you gay? Like... Seriously, why would you just randomly blurt that out? We, we probably shouldn't ask that. That's sensitive. If they bring it up themselves, it's fine. But I don't know why we need to constantly wonder about it. Yeah, uh, I'm also guilty of that back in the days because it's just pretty common when you're just exposed to that kind of culture. It kind of like embeds in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Dubai, it's still people do that because mm. maybe there are a lot of Filipinos in Dubai. But in here in Australia, we have we actually have like an LGBTQIA awareness course uh, in the oh, company. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> like, Telling about, for example, if we go out on drinks or something and like people always bring their husband and wife, Mm. right? So instead of asking husband or wife, you should ask partner. Oh, yeah. You should tell, are you bringing your partner? So that would be like, you know, anyone. Yeah, so So there are a lot of, like we had a course (laughs) like that, which is very good to be aware. Remember there was a pride movement when I visited Sydney a few years Ah, back. I noticed as well that in the Philippines, if the guy is a bit feminine, we automatically think they are gay. And I don't know if you remembered something. There was a hashtag in Twitter was trending. Jimin Bayot. <laughs> you know? What? Why? What was this about? So Jimin is from BTS, uh, the K-pop group. Uh-huh. So Jimin is a bit more feminine. Even like his um, appearance, he's very pretty. <laughs> okay. He's a pretty guy. Like, uh-huh. And then he can get high notes. Mm-hmm. And the trending hashtag came from the Philippines. Oh gosh, okay. And then the armies, which is the fan base of BTS, of course, and attacked <laughs> the people who hashtag that one because Filipinos have this weird, I don't know if this is the right term, but toxic masculinity. I don't know if that's the right term. Yes, yeah, that, that is the right term. The men should be mature show and men should be like this. That actually was one of the things that I was thinking of because growing up, I know that my brother had toxic masculinity, I guess, because it was a product of his time. You know, if my mom bought a pair of shorts or something, I said, why did you buy me that shorts? That will make me look gay. Why are you afraid to wear yellow or something like that? And pink, right? Pink, of course, is the number one no-no. But yeah, it wasn't even very feminine at all, I thought. But then, I don't know, he had an issue because... You know, he's afraid to look non-macho in front of his friends. They also tease the male who are maybe not gay, but just not very manly man. Then guys also who take care of their appearance. Yes. Um, Like metro guy. I, I don't know what was the term before. Metrosexual, I think. Uh, yeah, that one. So maybe men, there are guys who, you know, take care of their skin. Like, I yeah. mean, it's, 
it's just a natural thing, but it's not common, I think, in the Philippines. So yeah, it's that's not. why people think it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if they know that someone gets a facial, maybe. Or even being fashionista. Yeah, exactly. But being fashionista <laughs> itself, it's really like you're gay already. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's not just the men who think this way, right? Even women sometimes. Yeah. We, we yeah. overhear women who say, like, oh, I'm not interested in him because he's more female than me or something like that because, like, he cares more about his skin than me. You're right. It's toxic masculinity and we frown upon any semblance of non-macho. And as a result, some men overcompensate Mm. and they make excuses for it. Like, for example, they hit on women all the time because it's a show of macho. Boys will be boys. Yeah, exactly. So so I think this is all swirling into this one causes this uh, toxic culture altogether. And I don't know why people need to be so afraid of being gay like you know again that's not something that they choose right like i'm sure my friend who who said that he has been gay since he was seven years old he never chose to be gay right he, he just feels mm-hmm. that way he, he was born that way so i think we shouldn't punish people for that yeah i didn't know that that was wrong so that's why i thought it was a good thing that i left the philippines actually because you learn to undo this yeah. toxic behavior that you pick up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you get more awareness, I Uh feel, right? Because at least you're exposed to other cultures and makes you realize (laughs) these things. I think this would be the last one. So since I've been an OFW before, I get asked a lot about how much I earn. And even also before I was an OFW, (laughs) I was doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, because it's so normalized. (laughs) What I could say maybe is, to my older self at that time that I should just have research in Google because the career websites right now are have actually the salary expectation or you know the range yeah, I think. rather than asking directly to the person because what happened to me at that time was I wanted to go to Dubai I'm not sure if I mentioned in your episode but I wanted to go to Dubai for this reason mm. and then I asked my cousin who knows someone in Dubai, how much does that person earn? (laughs) So something like that. I wasn't able to ask directly, but indirectly. Mm-hmm. And did they answer? Um, yeah, I got the oh, answer. Oh, oh God, they also really answered. That's so, so funny. So meaning that person told my cousin <laughs> the answer. To be fair, at least you had a good reason to ask, right? Because you were interested in moving over. Of course, you had to know, is it worth it to move over? Like how much are they actually earning over there compared to how much I'm earning in the Philippines, right? Because it's a huge risk to move over. At least you had good intentions. There are people who are just plain nosy. Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean, I remember during one of our reunions, so my brother is a nurse in the U.S. One of our cousins just asked him, so how much do you earn? And then my brother was put on the spot and like he looked very uncomfortable, I could tell. But then he still told her because he was put on the spot. And then later, I just took him aside and said, you know, next time if someone asks you that and you do not want to answer the question, just tell them that you don't want to tell them. Because Filipinos, you don't know how to say no, usually. Mm. You can change the topic. Or you could say like, oh, I earn enough to be comfortable there. That sort of thing. You don't really need to answer that question though, honestly. And for people who like to ask those questions, please stop asking that question. That is not okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, just try to research Uncle Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a website called Glassdoor that yeah. usually gives salaries for specific roles. But how about if somebody like your aunt or something? Because I get these a lot as well. Like a family member, like even my mom asked me, you know, how much do I earn? But I do not really want to tell how much I earn because yeah, that's a though, secret. You know, your your money will be just sent there, right? <laughs> if you tell them how much you earn they somehow feel they will calculate <laughs> yeah that they will that they're entitled to your money or something you know what i mean yeah. like oh i know that you earn this much then that means you have enough money to give for me mm. <laughs> right? then that is one reason why i don't like telling even my parents don't know how much i earn i don't want to tell people how much i earn at all the yeah. only people who know how much i earn are really hr my boss and myself <laughs> because it's my business yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes, there you go, guys. So if you're like Lee who want to move over somewhere and that's your reason for asking, as she said, just look at Google or maybe instead of asking how much you earn, what I did when I moved over here, right? I asked my friend who was here at the time, what is the cost of living over there? How much ballpark figure would you spend on rent and all these things, right? Based on that, that's when you start making your own calculations, right? Yeah. Is it enough and all these things? And then you use Glassdoor to compare. So you do not yeah, yeah, flat exactly. out ask your friend, hey, Jeff, how much do you earn? No, I never asked him that. Totally agree. Actually, in the career websites, especially mm. here in Australia, they really specify the range of the salary. Mm. It's very transparent. So I think that's it for a list. So I just want to conclude that I would like to think that a lot of us probably, we don't mean any harm when we say those things because we grew up in an environment which, as we said, this was normalized, right? And if you got heard about it, you're branded as being too sensitive. So you just learn to swallow whatever it is that you're feeling rather than tell them that we should stop doing that. But now that we are aware of this, especially in today's woke global environment we should be more mindful of the things we say because we really don't want to hurt people right and another thing if you witness other people doing this to others you shouldn't be afraid to call them out for their bad behavior because sometimes as filipinos we have a hard time defending ourselves but sometimes it's easier to defend somebody else. Mm. For me, I'm like that. Sometimes I let other people step all over me. I don't know how to defend myself sometimes. But when it's somebody else is harming my friend, then I will like suddenly, you know, <laughs> be Gabriela yeah. Filang on their behalf. <laughs> so you can do that for your friend. And actually recently I was talking to a friend about this fat shaming business. And she told me that she remembers a moment over a decade ago she said, you got into a fight with our friend and you got so mad at him for calling me fat. He was so confused about why you were the one who was mad. <laughs> you really are my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the thing is, I don't even remember this moment that she's talking about, but it really made a difference for her because she still remembers this after all this time. Yeah, I think be that person then. If you cannot defend yourself, defend other people. <laughs> Be a lawyer uh, yes, or something. That's a very, <laughs> very great tip, Dee. I totally agree with that. I think you've summarized most of the points and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so before we go, I would like to thank you, Glee. Thank you very much for co-hosting this episode with me. So can you let our listeners know where they can find you after this? Thank you, Dee, first of all, for giving this opportunity to be a guest again on Banana Q Podcast. Uh, I would like to invite the cuties 
to listen to the Gleeful Talk Show where we share zesty personal stories and expert advice to cultivate the happiness and hero within. Available on all major podcasting platforms or visit www.gleefultalkshow.com I'm mostly active on Instagram which is at Gleeful Talk Show but you can also find me on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, you may also like episode 35, How Do Pinoy Parents Compare to Hollywood Parents? In which we tackle toxic traits like parents insisting they are always right, not allowing their kids to have any agency on their career choices, and treating them as their retirement plans. Thanks for listening. <music>